No one told me for all those times you wish someone just a little ahead of you would tell you what they did in the same situation, in the same season of life. On this podcast, experience is worth a thousand words, or at least 30 minutes worth. Welcome to No One Told Me. Okay, let's just shoot straight on two things. One, this is another phone interview, and I'm getting better, guys, okay? So just, it's a process, we're getting there. But it's one of my favorite ones because it's a topic that I didn't realize I was going to struggle with so much. Buying gifts is just real hard. I didn't realize how hard it was until I was an adult and had to buy my own gifts for people. Now, what I started thinking about is how can we make this easier this year? Option one, is to send a family email out saying I'm making a donation in their name to Henley and Hagen's College Fund. Option two is perhaps a nice coin counter that I got standing in line Black Friday at Kohl's. Five bucks, I think it's a bargain and also very useful. And then there's option three, which is effort. Now I'm just going to have to try, I think. That's what it's going to come down to. But I want this effort to result in some excitement and maybe even some sentimental tears from my mother. So I called my friend Kayla. She's a writer for BuzzFeed, which is where I learn all of the things that seem real important at the time, but probably don't matter all that much. Her job is kind of a dream. She's the queen of putting together gift guides, which we link to in the show notes. And it was good hearing what some of her favorite things are this year. Here's No One Told Me How to Buy Gifts as an Adult. Today is a special day because I have a friend on the podcast who I met while she was in college and loved her immediately because you will find out soon. By the end of this podcast, you will also want to be her best friend. So her name is Kayla. She lives in New York. She works for BuzzFeed. And Kayla, just go ahead and tell us what a normal day in your life looks like right now. Like what are some of your favorite things to do? You're not so favorites, just the whole rundown. Yes. Well, hi, first. Thank you for having me. So one of the best parts about working in New York City on a typical day is how late everyone starts. So I typically get to my work at nine, which is great. And I'm considered an early bird for getting there at nine. That's amazing. Yeah. So I get to sleep in, which is great. And then I get to work early and I feel already productive because I'm there super early, which again is nine o'clock. My work atmosphere is really fun. The office has a really great environment and it's very conducive to being creative. There's a lot of creative roles there. So we have a lot of um, workspaces where people can, you know, extend and get away from their desk and take their mind away from just being at their desk. So it's so much fun. It's hard to say like what every day is like because it's honestly different. For example, yesterday, the office administrator ordered birthday treats for everyone for the month. We do it every month, the first Tuesday, but she ordered one of my coworkers' face on 350 cupcakes. Because why not? Because why not? So she's hilarious. It's just so much fun working there. You never know what to expect. The best part, honestly, my favorite is having catered lunches on Mondays and Wednesdays. Oh, yes. I'm a spoiled brat. But also, you all have people come in randomly and just perform, right? I mean, they just like musicians will just come in and set up shop. And I mean, like legit musicians, not like someone who was just on the street corner and walked inside. Yeah. So if you think about what musicians do when they go on a press tour before they release an album, they go to Good Morning America and so on. One of their stops is always BuzzFeed. And so some of our talent teams like, hey, you have a show, you want to just, I don't know, warm up in front of our awkward staff. And 
<laughs> oh, they do. They set up in our cafeteria. They set up a little stage and they perform for us. And I've seen Justin McCartney perform beautiful and every girl freak out. Yeah. I don't know. I even got the yodeling Walmart boy. Did you get an autograph? That's what's most important here. I didn't, but I did get a selfie. That Well, that counts. That's like our generation's autograph. I think we don't care about autographs anymore. We just need to have a picture with you. I got the selfie. I got proof. I'm proud. It's Yes, it's truly it's truly a place to work. How did you end up at BuzzFeed? I mean, tell us a little bit about what specifically you're doing there. But also, I mean, you were born in, you're going to have to correct me, I know it, but Phoenix, right? Or New Mexico, but close. New Mexico. Uh, listen, it's that whole other side of the country. And Southwest. so that's why I feel confident in saying Phoenix. Yeah, no, that was close. <laughs> so you were born there. You came to school at UT. And then you ended up in New York. So just tell us a little bit about how you ended up at BuzzFeed, what you do there, that kind of deal. So I actually got, I think, my career start when I was in college. If you live in Knoxville or around that area, you probably know that Scripps used to be there. I know Discovery just bought it out. But I interned at HGTV. And when I was a sophomore in college, I applied to work at HGTV for their internship program maybe three times. I think that's awesome. I love that you just kept trying. I love it. I really networked in college. And I actually found a woman through my professor. And I just was trying to be not annoying, but kind of annoying. and Found that middle ground of I have to just put myself out there. Mm. And so the last year I applied with my semester, my second semester of senior year and I got it. So it was like my last shot. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And I was an editorial um, writer there. I was an editorial intern. So I got to work on a, a whole variety of content, which really set me up for working for a media company or, you know, just someone who has a big online presence. So after I was there for a while, I decided I just wanted to move to New York. And so that's what I did. Fortunately for me, Food Network, our headquarters were in New York at the time was also owned by Scripps. Yeah. So I got my foot in the door when I was in Knoxville. I did that same finding a middle ground of putting myself out there, being annoying, but not being overly annoying. Knocked on all the doors and moved to New York, got my job, and I was doing social media at Food Network. I didn't even know that. That's great. Yeah, I did. So I got a lot of experience there. And then I decided I really wanted to get back into writing and creating content versus promoting content. So I applied mm-hmm. to BuzzFeed, didn't know a soul there, and joined the lifestyle team almost two years ago. So I was there and then eventually I moved to the market team and now I shop for a living and that's what I do now. You literally shop all day long. Like that is what you do and review these products. That's yep, amazing. Yep. So we it's it's a very new form of kind of marketing, I suppose. It's called affiliate marketing and I'm a writer on that team. And we basically just write about products and link to them. And that's how we can make money for our company. So if you like see Instagram influencers, you know, they are making money the same way through affiliate linking. I think this part of your story that I love the most is you applied for that internship at HGTV three times. You heard no twice before you finally got a yes, but you kept trying and now you're in a job that you absolutely love. I love the fact that it just goes to show that just because you don't start out where you want to be doesn't mean you can never get where you want to be. Right. Um, Exactly. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just, I kept trying and didn't want to get discouraged because when I was at Food Network, social media was great and I learned a lot and the experience was so valuable, but I knew in that moment that that's not what I wanted to do. 
So I got a year of experience and then I started applying for positions where I knew I could use that as an advantage. Like, oh, I'm going to create content. Well, I already come from this side of knowing how content performs. So it worked out really well. And definitely just that persistence and determination worked, you know, to eventually get me to where I'm at now, which again, I had no idea I was going to shop for a living and love it. But. So all day long, you're reviewing products. What is one of the most random things you've reviewed so far? It has to be this magnetic mask. I, time kind of new in the beauty industry, and I hadn't seen a lot of them. So it was like a hundred dollars, and it's literally like a black mask. It's like it looks kind of it looks like a, like a like a magnet, and like that color, that consistency. And so you put it on your face, and it's very soft. You don't want to wipe it off. The whole secret and the whole key is that they give you a magnet, like an actual magnet, magnetic wand kind of thing. Okay. I was curious how that was going to work. Okay. I'm with you. And so the instructions say like, don't wash your face. Don't wash it off. The whole point is that you want to get all of it off with the magnet. So as soon as you start putting the magnet even close up to your face, the mask starts like peeling off of your face the way that you plays with magnets as a kid. Yeah. Yes. I actually, I absolutely am trying. I'm seeing it in my head and it, and I'm actually seeing it on your face. So you are, you're creating a picture for me. It's the most crazy feeling. You can feel your skin kind of like being sucked away into this magnet. The whole point is that it's supposed to pure, like draw out all of these impurities in your skin and quite literally pull it out of your pores because of the magnet. So do you feel like it worked? I mean, do you did you feel like, oh my goodness, this was uh, worth a hundred plus dollars? Yeah. So I did it once. And then of course, because I had never seen anything like that, I made everyone in my life do it who came over to my house. I was like, hey, do you want to just come over to my house and try this out? Hey, I've got these magnets and I just want to put them on your face for just a second and it's going to change your life. <laughs> so every person who stepped into my apartment, I was like, um... We have to do this. I'm sorry. So I actually <laughs> didn't do it enough to really notice the difference because with any skincare product, you know, you want to do it over time. Uh-huh. But I will say that after you do it just one time, your skin is incredibly soft. And I didn't break out. I was worried about leaving a product on my face like that yeah. and not washing it off after. But no, it just like after you're done and if you have a little excess, you rub it into your skin like a moisturizer and it's fine and your skin's great and feels pretty and so I, I didn't do it again, obviously. Do you think it's worth the purchase? Um, I don't think anymore. I think at the time it was kind of, you know, again, this breakout kind of type of idea. And now yeah. you can get one on, I think Elf is doing one. Elf Cosmetics has one. Oh, okay. That's significantly cheaper. Like I, I would say 15 I might be making that up, but much but much less. We just released a holiday gift guide that just had some favorite things that people responded on Instagram with like, Hey, this is the thing that I'm super into right now. I love it. Other people would love it too as a gift. So we put this together and you literally live a life of creating these gift guides. But for you personally, what's the item at the top of your wish list? Oh, that is probably the hardest question you could ever ask me because I see so many products and I, I do this thing where I'm like, I love this so much. I have to have this. And then I'll make a mental note of it and then I'll find something literally 20 minutes, 20 minutes later. And I'm like, wait, I love this. I have to have it. But I will say the one thing that has kept sticking around for just like a nice big ticket item that I really, really like. I really want to try one of those away luggages that you see all over Instagram, yeah. all over social media. They're just really sleek and pretty. And it, I think mm-hmm. it's kind of that brand name thing that I'm attracted to. And I actually get asked a lot is, how do you pick products? 
and like what draws me personally are products that have made themselves a brand by really leaning into social media. And I think mm-hmm. Away Luggage did that. You're absolutely right. So it makes me intrigued and it makes me see this beautiful Instagram feed and these people traveling and I'm like, oh, I want that. Okay. It's so weird you mentioned this. So do you, have you followed Nate and Kara Buchanan? They are from... Nashville, but they went to UT. I was um, friends with them in college and they literally just decided that they were going to travel the world together for a few years, but they didn't want to have to pay a lot for it. So they somehow worked the system of like points and airline points and all that stuff to where they were traveling for cheap. And so they did that. When they first started out, I promise you, all of our college friends were like, what is happening? Is this a thing? Can you even do this? And now, I kid you not, they were in an ad for away luggage on Times Square. And it was all social media. Literally, all they did, they were great with social media and YouTube content. I mean, their content is incredible now. Literally, away was just like, hey, we like what you're doing. Here's, I mean, I assume that's how it went. They didn't tell me that's how it went. But that's so funny that you mentioned that because there's a link right there. But if you don't, you should look at their stuff because they have traveled the world. I mean, they're still traveling right now. It's amazing. That's your next step that you get luggage and you travel the world, Kayla. You've done BuzzFeed. You've done New York. You get the luggage and you're gone. I get it. I think that's it. I think that's my next step. And it's all the keys to the way luggage, which I want on my Christmas list. Did you actually put it on your Christmas list? I did. I really did. I wanted to see like if they would I asked for the black one. We'll see. Gosh, you're so sleek and sophisticated. I'm impressed. I know. I'm so into them. Now, every time I travel, I look for people who have that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I stare at them and I see where they're going, what they're doing. Let's break it down because a lot of listeners are literally in the throes of trying to figure out what they're going to buy for the people in their lives. So let's go person by person in our lives. What's a great gift for moms? What are you going to get your mom? What would you suggest your friends and family get their mom? Okay. So moms, my favorite gift and surprisingly one of the best products we sell are subscription boxes or just, you know, even subscription boxes where you have the option to just buy one month. So you're Mm -hmm. not buying a whole year of them. You're just essentially getting them a really pretty curated gift of goodies. And there are so many out there. And the reason I love them for moms and dads is there's so many out there. So you're bound to find one that fits your mom and your dad's personality. Mm-hmm. And my favorite website to find these boxes is Crate Joy. Mm-hmm. And they have hundreds, thousands of these really great subscription boxes. So I think actually for Mother's Day, I got my mom this really pretty spa one. And it came with a candle and mm-hmm. an air plant and a bunch of bath stuff, and it was packaged way prettier than I would have ever been able to wrap it or package Mm -hmm. it. That's so true. I didn't even think about that. That's so true. So you, like, already kind of do all the work without really doing any of the work. Yeah. What comes in, like, a Crate Joy or a Knack? Like, what usually standard is in these boxes? Oh, they have... So it's kind of like if you almost Etsy. They have all different kinds of really, like, sellers on there. So you could literally find one for anything. Literally anything. There's a tea one. There's a makeup one. There's a wellness one. You could type in wellness and see all of the different companies who are selling through this basically like third party website that just does all the work for you and it's like a basically a search engine for subscription boxes. Yeah. One I just found that I was so intrigued by was it's called Mystery it's like a mystery subscription box and every month you get or the person, the recipient gets 
puzzles and they solve all these clues to like solve a mission. Yes. National treasure, like whoever's obsessed with national treasure. Like I feel like I saw this and I saw one about murders too. Like that you solve a murder mystery. Yes. Yes. So they're really cool. Like stuff like that. Like, so if your dad is, you know, into that, you could do that. Or if your mom loves to cook, you could get her like a spice one that introduces her to new spices all over the world. You know, mm-hmm. there's literally one for everything. And that's why I like the box idea is because it's packaged pretty. It has a variety of things. It does all the work for you. It puts it in a box and you're done. I love it. And for dads, I know you mentioned subscription boxes for them too. What are some that you lean toward for um, our dads? So definitely the mystery one. Again, I just think that's such a fun thing that you could do with your dad too. Another, I'm trying to think of another one that I've seen recently that I really like. The mystery one, and they also have like fishing ones mm-hmm. that come with all different kinds of flies. I don't know anything about fishing. I don't either. But, you know, if if your dad likes it, just buy whatever it says fly fishing and just give it to him. That's the standard that I, I function off of. Exactly. And, of course, when you go to these websites, they're like, find a gift. But, yeah, it's like go to Great Joys and be like, dad's subscription boxes, and they'll have like a puzzle one or a fly fishing one or a kitchen one, a grilling one. And I mean, honestly, these subscription boxes are boxes, boxes are the gifts that just keep on giving. Like, think about it. They will come if you just do the month one. That's great. But even if you did a year, I mean, that's something they're going to get every single month that they're probably going to start to get excited about. So I love the ideas of these. You also mentioned specifically for your dad, we're thinking like a grill spice kit or something from Etsy. What? Talk a little bit about that. Okay. So these are things I'm shopping for for my dad. A lot of everything you can get on Amazon now. So thank goodness. Amen for that. One thing that I keep coming across is this grill spice kit from Fresh Jacks. It's mm-hmm. on Amazon. It comes with five grilling spices, perfect for the dad or brother who loves to grill and cook. And then mm-hmm. on Amazon, under the same listing, you can find different grilling for, you know, seafood or, you know, all different kinds. You don't have to buy just that grilling set. And it's cool. They know for Christmas, they have, they make it a little pretty. They put a little bow on it. So it feels like a gift. It's another one of those, like, you open up their the set, so... It's a box. It's just that feeling of opening something and having multiple things in this box. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing, the most thing I'm excited about is a tabletop fireplace. It's on Etsy. You can get it from One Man Garage. And it's literally a tiny baby fireplace that sits on the table. And you can put it in the backyard. You can make s'mores with it. And it just sits on the table. Really? It's so cool. I was thinking it was like computerized. No, it's only $30. It actually comes with the rocks in the sand. All you need to buy are these gel fuel cans on Amazon because Etsy law, they can't ship those. You can get them for $4 on Amazon and then the kit on Etsy for 30 to $40, depending on whether or not you want their rocks or not. And yeah. it's just such a cute little thing and it, it looks really great. And I've actually put one in my gift guide for men and it's sold incredibly well. So I know people are snatching that one up because it's just such a great gift, especially if dads take such pride in their backyard. Yes. And it's so creative. Like it's just different. I love gifts that are just unsuspected. I love those. Those are my favorite kinds. Oh, yeah. You're going to be the best gift giver. What about for your significant other? If you're shopping for, whether it is a spouse or a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever, the person that holds value in your life, what are you thinking about for them? I feel like these are always harder because everyone has a different, you know, relationship or significant other. You you kind of know them better than 
I don't know your dad, like you know your dad, obviously you're going to get him the girl set, but you want to maybe take a little more extra thought because this is your partner. So I feel like this one is definitely a little tougher, but I think this is the one where you really want to find a unique gift that they feel seen through, I guess, if that makes sense. One place I love to shop for these kinds of gifts that you can get personalized, tons of options, is Uncommon Goods. Mm-hmm. It's um, a great website that has great curated list of gift ideas for your significant other niche products that you know you can have the option to customize or personalize with their name or their state or their hometown, whatever. And then another one which people may tease me for are food gift baskets. My mm-hmm. boyfriend lives and dies by the food basket. His grandpa sends him every year for Christmas. <laughs> like literally January rolls around and he's like only 11 more months until my grandpa sends me the gift basket. That is the best. <laughs> so it, it's like he doesn't talk about gifts like that, yep. you know, every single year. He mm-hmm. talks about this meat and cheese basket all of the time. So it's just one of those things that like they're so easy to find. Gift tree is a great resource for gift baskets like that. And who doesn't love food? So you just go on their website, find a basket of food that they love, chocolates or snacks mm-hmm. and trail mixes or literally mm-hmm. cheese or you can do a wine one. There's so many different kinds. And that's also great for the people who you're not going to see them on Christmas. Like, you know that you want to send them something, but you're not going to be in the same house as them or you're not going to be around them around Christmas time. That's a great option just to have something delivered. Yeah. And if you're there, you get to eat it too. This is a win-win situation at this point. That's what I would say. And okay, the last one I love for weird gifts for like your significant other and even like your best friend is Firebox. It's Mm -hmm. this wacky, weird website with just the weirdest products on it. But they have all these funny things that you can customize. I literally bought wrapping paper from them with my face on it. (laughs) So when I give all of my gifts this year, it's literally going to be me all over it. Just, just staring at the person who's opening it. Just you, just your face staring at them as they open your gift. I because love even it though so it's much. about them, it's also about me. Which is fair. Yes. I mean, let's be clear here. I, you're just being honest. I appreciate it. <laughs> what about the um, siblings and coworkers in your life? What, you know, you like to do little gifts for them sometimes. What are some options? I always like to go the practical route with maybe your siblings, your coworkers, or people who you don't see every day or you don't really know necessarily what they're into, what they're loving, what's hip in their life right now. So I think practical is always a great route to go to like something you know they can use every day mm-hmm. and something that's, that doesn't fall in a specific style category because you don't know how their house is decorated. So if you're going to get posters to them, something really neutral that mm-hmm. they can you know, use when their guests come over. Um, one thing I love and a lot of people love, and I'm going back to the subscription box, but it's so general it's Atlas Coffee Subscription Box. I work with them a lot. They resource all of their coffee from around the world. Oh, and that's every month, they deliver a bag of coffee from a new country. So, I mean, for the most part, if you know they drink coffee, this is a good gift. They yeah, can pick absolutely. And yeah, you can and purchase individual bags from them, or you can give them a gift card so they can order as many as they like. Or you, can, you know, there's there's tons of options, and they're great. The packaging is gorgeous. Every yeah. time I get a bag, I'm like, this is the most beautiful bag of coffee. I don't even want to drink it. I'm not even, I'm just going to look at it. I'm just going to sit next to the coffee maker. I'm just going to stare at it. Yep. 
So that's just another great gift, practical, but, you know, still meaningful and something they can actually use because at the end of the day, we all can use some things to help end our lives. And that's just a great way to, you know, to give something that someone can actually get a good use out of. Yeah. And I have noticed for you over the past several months, your makeup is looking incredible, my friend. I mean, it just... It just looks so good. Thank you. So tell us your your top picks for skincare and makeup right now. Well, I love makeup. I love beauty products. I try a lot of beauty products. And there are some that I, you know, I've learned that I want to splurge on. And there's some that I know I can just get in the drugstore and that I love. But my favorite splurge-worthy makeup line is Tarte. I love the company. I love, love, love their products. They are, most of their products are vegan and cruelty-free, which I just, I like that thought of, you know, we're not... We're not hurting anyone. Yeah, and, you know, I just think that we're getting to the point now where it's getting easier for us to purchase products like that. So if I can do my part, that's great. And mm-hmm. you don't sacrifice quality for that. Yeah. Their products are amazing. And they last all day. For Christmas, they actually just did it. But if anyone is interested, keep sign up for their newsletter or their emails because twice a year they do a massive sale where you can pick seven full-size items from their website for $63. Wow. Over $250 worth of product. That's literally, and I learned a valuable lesson. I went into Sephora because I just, I'm just learning about makeup and skincare and I'm super interested and into it, but also very overwhelmed by it. So I walked into Sephora and was like, hey, I need a foundation. Please help me. And I spent about $60 on one thing of foundation. So that's incredible to get seven full-size items for that. That's amazing. I love it. It's great. And it's actually cool because it makes you pick from each category of, you know, your eyes, your skin, your um, Mm -hmm. eyeshadow, highlighter. So I bought, I had to pick a highlighter and I was like, well, I don't really use highlighter but I paid for it, so now I'm going to learn how. So if you try to get all these products that maybe you would never try, side note, unrelated to the holidays, but they will probably do it again in um, early summer. They'll release that, that. Everyone, mark your calendars, put a reminder in your phone right now to look again at Tarte Cosmetics in early summer just to be safe. I love it. You also suggested like for gifts for people who love makeup. And my niece is one of these people who asked for it is a limited edition makeup brush set. Or is this a um, Amazon deal? Or where would you find that? Okay, so Amazon has a lot of great ones. Um, If you weren't looking to spend, you know, $80 on a brush set, some people are want those. I think for higher end ones, you're getting for the antibacterial, like they prevent bacterial. Oh, yeah, sure. So that's maybe like something that if people are more interested in that, there's always those options. Um, I would, I literally just saw one again on Tarte, of course, because it's going to be a flamingo one. They have like these cute little flamingo brushes. Or on Amazon, you can get these pretty colorful brushes that have yeah. details and handles. I mean, there are so many out there. And I will say, if you Google or even Amazon, Amazon has it. It's a brush thinner. It's a makeup brush thinner, so, you know, if you're not doing the antibacterial route, you definitely want to be cleaning your brushes. I put this on a bunch of gift lists. It's a makeup cleaning bowl that you put your brush in, and it spins it really fast. There's, like, a spin cycle on your washer, and gets all your makeup off. That's amazing. So, okay, we're going to definitely, all of these things you're mentioning, we're going to link to on show notes, because now I need to go purchase these things. So, I love that. It's amazing, and, you know, so if you're going to get, like, a cute little set from Amazon, a brush set, you might as well just throw that in there. 
and help them out. Okay. Well, what about when you're shopping for your home? What are some of your must-haves or your most frequently shopped spots? So it's hard for me to shop for home stuff because I live in New York and I don't have a car, which Mm. is also maybe a good thing because I would just roll on down to Target when I lived in Knoxville and just a bunch of stuff in my car. such a dangerous game we play with Target. It really is. It really is. I know. But I will say that Amazon is amazing with furniture. And I've bought a ton of my home stuff from Amazon and Wayfair because they're shipping me so great. Because again, I need everything shipped to me. So I rely heavily on Wayfair. I think they're amazing. Their shipping is great. Normally for most products, it's free. They do sales all the time and you can get you know, really high quality looking furniture at great prices. No, that's great. Cause I literally was going to ask you price wise comparable. I mean, do you feel like you're, you're getting a, a lot of bang for your buck? Oh, absolutely. And when I moved to New York, I had a mattress, a bed, um, a box spring. I didn't even have a bed frame and I had a dresser. That's all I had when I moved to New York. I literally blew up an air mattress in my living room as a couch until I could buy one. And so I had to be, you know, I was, I had just moved to New York. I didn't have a lot of money. I had to be very financially conscious about how I was spending it. So going out and buying all of this fancy stuff was not an option, but I take a lot of pride in having a a comfortable home that's important to me. I want to have a place that feels like a retreat. So decorating was a big thing. And I got 90% of the things on Amazon and Wayfair. That is great to know because I don't even know that I've ever looked for furniture on Amazon. I really don't need anything else to look for on Amazon, but I'm just going to have to go down this path now. The rugs. Rugs, great on Amazon. I mean, I got all my rugs on Amazon and you go to anywhere else and it's like $300 for an anti-cut. It's true. It's so true. And you know, it is time for a new rug in my household because I can't tell you what is living in this rug currently because of all the things that have been spilt and buried into it. It's just, it's way past time. So I'm going to mark that down as well. All right, full disclosure. The sound quality on our phone call went downhill real fast at this point. I just blame New York City as a whole. But the quality of the conversation only got better. Here are the high points. Christmas Hallmark movies are addictive and not really because they're good but more so because they're just a part of the Christmas experience. I'm semi-upset about my lack of the Hallmark Channel, but I've found some comfort in Netflix versions. Something to do with a princess switch and princess wedding. I'm realizing as I say this that maybe Netflix needs to kind of lay off the royalty and, and Christmas, and maybe, I don't know, try like a girl from Alaska leaves her family to try her hand at surfing in Hawaii, and it's at Christmas, and she meets a Santa surfer, and they have to find reindeer to pull a surfboard. I I hope someone is writing this down right now because this is gold. All right. So I'm going to wrap it up with some good news. Check out our show notes at noontoldmepodcast.com where we've linked to everything Kayla mentioned. Seriously, all you have to do is click and you will find the items as well as many of the holiday guides that she has already done for BuzzFeed. So she's divided them up for men, women, parents, all of it. So we'll link to some of those as well. And hey, No One Told Me is growing and I am over the top thankful for you guys. We're planning out 2019 right now. So if you have any thoughts, send them my way. DM me on Instagram at C-E-Holla or email Callie at noontoldmepodcast.com. Well, that's about it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And hey, if you liked it, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Does that sound desperate? Feels a little bit desperate asking you to do that. But you know what? Oh, well, I love hearing your feedback. So make sure you check out noontoldmepodcast.com and I'll see you next time. <laughs>